Hey guys, going live today with Khalid and he's going to join me in just a second and we're going to talk about mobility and martial arts and if you have any questions regarding mobility or martial arts or them together, just pop them into the comments below. Um, hopefully my connection's okay because I'm on 4G so let me know if you can hear me and see me okay. Um, and just a reminder, our ankle mobility workshop is this Sunday so it's our last chance now to grab live. So let's see. Should be connecting. Perfect. There we go. Hey. <laughs> Hello, how are you doing? Oh, everything is good? Yeah, it is. How are you doing? I'm fine. Just a little bit tired, but, you know, you have to still keep pushing. When I see what, you know, very big people do, that's really nothing what I do, so I have to push. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, is the connection okay? Yeah, it's good. I was just, you know, before, that's why I exit quick. There was, like, green and colorful thing, then I just exit, and now it's working. It's perfect. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I think we've got our first question in already. Uh, someone said yeah. karate for six years and still get, can't get my hip forward kicking. Yeah, Any sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can start at three. You know, before three, I would not advise that because it doesn't really make sense when a kid under three even starts any sports because they're still in diapers and whatever. But really with three, you can start. And oh, for okay. what was it like kicking forward front kicks? Yeah, just, you know, executing the kick perhaps this lady said karate but perhaps she's doing karate for six years already oh for six years already mm -hmm. still can't get the hips you know yeah it, it depends what exercise do you do and how do you kick but you know when you do martial arts for six years you should be definitely able to do the split already and you just have to practice of course if you have any medical issues or some injuries also you have to check it then you know people like Halley or Kalmut, you know, come into play or a doctor, good physical therapist. But in general, just stretch, but also do mobility exercise, very good warm-up because if you have poor warm-up and then stretch all the time and kick, it hurts, you injure yourself, and then you cannot improve, obviously. So here she's just commented, side kick and hips forward. So mm -hmm. the question is, hips forward is in like kicking forward or keeping your hips forward during a side kick? Or can you mm -hmm. elaborate a little bit so we can yeah, yeah, dig sure. deeper? Yeah, when you do a side kick, obviously you have to still move your hips. So it's not just, you know, the, the hips stay steady. You have to move the hips forward. And also you push from the glute. So it's not just only hips. And that's why glutes, you know, having power in the glutes, having strong glutes, the glutes have to be awake. Like a lot of people, you know, when they do certain glute exercise, like the glute bridge, so they don't even feel it. And that's one of the reasons, because if the, the glute muscles are strong, obviously you have stronger kicks and everything is smoother because the, the glutes, they help, you know, the hips as well. And you don't get injured. That's why. And definitely hips forward. When you do side kicks, that's no problem. And then, of course, also pushing from the glutes. Mm. Oh, there was a the comment question. there saying, yep, I haven't got my middles, I haven't got my splits yet. So, like, another okay. question is, are you in, do you have any pain with any of these? Because if True. there's pain, and it's been six years, and you've been trying to do these things, it could actually of be a it's hard, issue. Yeah. It's not impossible. It, people do have Definitely. that. So True, that's yeah. worth looking into. Um, let us know. Mm -hmm. um, this For is quite sure, a common yeah. one. A lot of people do comment on things like hip impingements um yeah. which are by the way very rare um a lot of people think they have them because they have a pinching pinching sensation but that's not actually how you diagnose it um but the the bigger issue would be is there an actual um structure on the bone or is there hip dysplasia yeah. going on because if it is 
then um, yeah, that needs investigated because it's very rare, but in some cases the hips will not allow um, yeah. for a complete split because of things like this. So True. you can look into yeah. it. If you think that you are, if you get pain um, and you think that there's something not right there, you can have a scan to find out. And that's a very, like you just get an x-ray and you can easily find out if something's going on in the hip capsule. If you are not in pain, but you're just struggling to do it, then definitely need to have your hip range of motion investigated. Because like what Khalid said earlier, you said you, you push from the hips. So you're very much reliant on having good hip extension. And just from doing drills, so like, just to be clear, I don't actually practice anything. I've not been able to go to a club or anything for a while to get any, you know, teaching. Yeah even though I want to, I will one day, but for now I'm at home, I'm training at home. So I do what I can and I learn what I can. And just from learning uh, kicks and just from learning what Khalid is teaching me, um, I know that you do need very good hip extension. You need very, Definitely. very advanced hip flexion to get that high up with a leg. That's it's true. almost yeah. like similar to how professional ballet dancers get their hip flexion. You get your legs so yeah. high. Um, and none of that is easy. So there's a few ranges yeah. that need to be looked into there. Definitely. It takes time. So don't worry. And even if after the six years, you still feel like, oh, I haven't improved that much. Just look back at day one when you start. I'm sure there's a lot of improvement anyway. Mm -hmm. The most important thing, you can never, ever, ever give up. That's the thing because most people, they always start something and they give up. And even if it's seven years or eight years, you still have to push. But I think if you take these advice, what Heli said and what I said, you know, with the hips, pushing hips forward, good stretching, it should, you know, be enough. If you really need more details, you can just text us and then we can look into that. Maybe if you have a video, how you kick or how you stretch, then I can, you know, address it even better because from here giving advices, they're all good and helpful, but the best is always when I can see it, how the people stretch and how they kick. I mean, for you guys, it's the same. When you assess people, it's always the best when you see how they do that. I don't know if this question is a joke or whether this person has used a word that mm. isn't quite. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Probably like from that person, you know, Abby2488. Yeah, I don't know if that's a joke or if that's just a word been used wrong there. Um, yeah. yeah. If you're serious, I please reword that and ask us again. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> you can ignore it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, otherwise, otherwise, if if I meet you in person, I can give you a spank, but in the face, <laughs> and that's 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 probably not nice for you. So just be respectful. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, another thing to note is like if you guys do hip cars, like that, that's a really nice way of figuring out yes. what ranges are lacking without having to necessarily. Um, do a full-on hip assessment. Um, I'd say it's always helpful to do assessments uh, so you know what yeah. you're working with. But um, just to get a quick brief idea, even on the day it can change. So if you do a hip, so for example, hip cars as a warm-up, then you know, okay, actually today my hip extension doesn't feel so great. I should do a little bit extra and range strength work for that. Um, so that's just a little... Yeah, definitely. What people always can do, I just saw that recently very often from athletes, these hurdles, you know, when they uh, train outside these sprinters or, you know, hurdle sprinters, when you just, you know, walk normal and, and lift your leg up above that and just, you know, walk in different, you know, ways, left and right. And all these, you know, little drills is very mm. good for hips. And another sign that you have maybe some issues with your hip is, let's say you're just sitting normal on the ground and you have your legs a little bit, 
you know, open and you feel already, you know, sharp pain, you know, nagging pain, you know, in the piriformis muscle and you can't even have your leg normally, you know, on the ground like that, there's always a sign, okay, there's something wrong, you need to address it. It's not something dramatic, but it's definitely, you know, not normal and you should address it. Mm. And another thing that's actually a little bit, it sounds like it's off topic, but it's not, it's checking out the mobility of your feet and your ankles because oh, yeah. it could be something so that's affecting your hips. So you yeah. might be focusing on your hips, focusing on your hips and you're not making progress, but actually the main problem could be with your feet and ankles and lower legs. True. Um, yeah, a lot of people case. have issues with that. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. A lot of people have issues with that. I mean, that's why you do all these videos when, when people see that. I know it's always a topic where people, some people make fun of that. Some people, you know, we have always these weird people when you do these ankle and foot mobility exercises. But it's really important, especially for most of us when we wear all the time shoes or when people are outside, you know, <clears throat> business shoes and, and whatever, the ladies mm -hmm. wear the, the high heels and all that. You know, that's definitely healthy for the feet. So it's no surprise. And imagine you walk with that for years, always high heels all the time. So I can really imagine how, how bad it is for, you know, the heels. And it yeah. definitely affects the hips probably. Yeah. I actually got asked today by someone whether I still wear heels sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I actually can't. Like, it's just too painful now that yeah, I've I adapted my feet. Um, That's not and I can't yet. believe I ever did it. Like, I can't believe yeah. that this is a thing that we put on our feet because yeah. like, we know how much they can get better just through good exercises and how much True. worse can they get just from walking on with really bad shoes. Yeah, so, definitely. And also, I mean, in my opinion, that's, uh, you know, if the heels really make the lady look good, then I think that something is wrong, if that's the only thing. Because I think if the lady looks good anyway, so why do you need to have, you know, high heels, right? So yeah. it doesn't make sense. I know it's like always because they want to elevate themselves a little bit, or it's a party, festival, whatever, but you don't need it. <laughs> Everyone thinks it looks better because it completely changes how the body looks. Like you go into yeah. an, like a, a pelvic tilt and you have an mm -hmm. arch in your back, which... Yeah, is I think just a cultural thing that is is so beautiful apparently. <laughs> but um, you know, just it's, work on your butt. A, that's good. <laughs> it's basically a like a back abnormality that we're finding attractive. It is. <laughs> it's it is, it's yeah. like you know, it's um, it, it strangely it doesn't look good, but <laughs> you know, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, just you know, in my opinion, that's why I always say it's sometimes the the people you know skip the leg that because I think. Uh, somebody like you you work a lot you know on your legs and just overall then you have you know a great booty so then definitely you don't need it but it's like always that's what i noticed <laughs> that's more for the ladies here because I, I saw that many times the ladies who don't have the you know usually the the best you know ass they always try to improve with these little tricks and when you do what what they call like belfy like selfie from behind when they always step with one leg forward and stuff like that it's always like arching the back basically being an interior pelvic but yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. you know, work, work uh, enough on, on the glutes and then you, one day you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. See, that's also another comment. If I look to buy a good pair of shoes, you know, it does comes with a toe spring, but, you know, it has good, because I don't know what it means. I don't know what that means. When you say toe spring, do you mean like it's uh, elevated at the toe? Is that what you mean? Well, I mean, for, for guys, it's the same. Like when you wear these classic, you know, business shoes, they also have a little bit elevation, you know, and that's also the same, you know, it's, I, 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 I was wearing them like sometimes, but I never do it again. 
and you immediately feel on the heels and, and it's just you know a little bit fun so for ladies i can really imagine how crazy that is so like how can people <laughs> walk with that and that's for hours and hours it's crazy yeah a lot of people like their shoes like their trainers actually they they lift up at the toes at the front mm. and um that's actually a really big problem because your your toes are never working just give me a second my dog is crying i'm just gonna oh, like good. literally yeah don't worry i'm gonna let him out it's so, <laughs> all good <laughs> So I'm just looking in that time, guys, if there is any comment. And like I said before, I don't know who it was with the hip issues and everything. Just, you know, text me afterwards and then we can fix it with the sidekicks. If there's some, you know, specific needs. Okay. okay. Yeah. And with the toes, the, the shoe thing is, you know, just in my opinion, try to wear barefoot shoes these days. <laughs> Compared to like five, six years ago, we definitely have better shoes. They're also more stylish, I understand. You also go for the look and style with shoes. But I think if you look back when the first, you know, barefoot shoes come out and now um, how the new ones are, so there's definitely some improvements. I, I would always try to go, you know, with them. Or actually the, the slightest version where you can say, okay, that's good, might be chucks. Because chucks are at least flat. And you at mm. least have the ground. They are but super you know, narrow yeah. though. Like I noticed mm -hmm. recently how narrow they are because my feet have now got so much wider. I can't get my feet yeah. in those shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's why the barefoot shoes are, are the best, you know. Yeah. It's, that's basically, or just, you know, when you work out, work out barefoot. I mean, for martial arts, it's anyway normal. And I think that's why martial artists don't have, you know, a lot of ankle mobility problems because when you're always uh, working out, kicking barefoot all the time, you get used to that. Plus, you know, you strengthen your feet and calves yeah. and everything. So that's definitely a big benefit of that. Yeah. And martial arts shoes are a little bit different. I've seen quite a few of them where they're, yeah. they're quite wide, they're quite flat and they're quite, they're not um, thick. You can feel through them. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it's very important to be able to feel through your shoes. True. Yeah, because in, in boxing, there's like these boxing boots. So some people probably saw it like usually from mm. Adidas, like the, the black ones, very big, they go up to your shin. And then in Taekwondo, some people, they use these small, you know, almost like these Kung Fu shoes, like almost like uh, ballet shoes, because you can pivot with these shoes. Very good. Mm. They're also from Adidas, but they're pretty flat and you know, it gives you a lot of space and leverage. That's good. But I always prefer anyway to do a barefoot. What I did sometimes because in the winter when it was really cold, I, I was wearing these shoes for like 10 minutes and then warming up with them. And as soon as it was warm, then I just, you know, kept going barefoot. That's, that's the best mm. really for me. I literally do the same thing. And it actually yeah. starts feeling strange not having, like actually yeah. having shoes on because it feels like you can't control yourself True. as well. Yeah. You can't react to the floor. You can't actually get in positions. Um, yeah. It gets frustrating once you've learned to, to do it that True. way um yeah definitely yeah that's something to look into um it's very important yeah what would you say is a really important drill for getting higher in your kicks so when you want to uh, have better and higher kicks one drill like you just showed you know a couple minutes ago in your story just like that always lifting up the knee as high as possible because the higher you want to kick the higher you have to lift the knee up because imagine your knee is low like that what happens mm -hmm. is like this so Basically, and then you can't really kick that high because your knee is too low. So ideal would be if the knee is like chest level. So if you can get up the knee to plus minus your chest level and then imagine you kick, that's perfect. And then just, you know, drilling all the time, sometimes slow kicks, sometimes fast kicks, very hard kicks and always three levels. What I was doing all the time was I kick very low, like everybody can kick very low, then middle like 
basically rip height and then as high as possible. And then you can change, you can do it very slow, in slow motion almost, and then very fast as well. But the knee has to stay all the time in the air. So you can never really drop the knee. So you have to always do all the kicks. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you can rest and then I switch to side kick. Because the side kick as well, first of all, it gives you a lot of power in the glutes. For the people who want to improve that, that definitely helps. And also for the ladies, when they want to have a big booty, definitely is, <laughs> is a game changer for sure. I can, can say that from experience. And then just it gives you control because when you kick a lot, you really have every motion. And since I was kicking a lot, I never had any issues with my pelvic or piriformis muscle. At the beginning, you might feel something because it's uncomfortable and you feel like, oh, it's hurting. It's like somebody pushes the thumb into the you know, piriformis muscle. But after a couple hundred reps, you're used to that and it doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. It's, it's funny how like all the drills that you use are very much hip mobility drills like yeah it is you, basically you can't have a good kick if you don't have good hip mobility it's just not possible. true that's true and even the low kick i mean low kick is like just kicking to the leg and probably almost everybody can kick to the leg if they have at least a very minimum you know mobility but still you wouldn't have that power because you still need to push and engage basically with your hips because when you do low kick it's almost the same like a hip thrust when you do hip thrust you push explosive with the hip forward it's the same so technically yeah you can kick low to the legs but it will not have the, the same good effect and that's why just you know focus on mobility and stretching if that's on point the kicks you know should be no issue mm. and just and it's see also workout i mean like mm -hmm. if you want to get doms in new places like try try kicks True. <laughs> definitely i mean if, especially if you want to have a challenge and like I said, it's really good, you know, booty workout. And, and also sometimes for the core, like abs, the side of that, and you feel a little bit on the, on the back, on the lower yeah. back, on the side, because it really engages yeah. everything. And sometimes even, believe it or not, when you kick a lot, mixing with punches, you feel in the lats as well. So then that's why it's like almost a total body workout. And then if you want to focus on your quads as well, what you can do in slow motion, just like front kicks, you hold your knee up straight and you just kick forward very slow and then you re will really feel the quads that are burning and you can also squeeze the the quads together and then kick and release it's definitely a good workout i feel like most people um who don't do this kind of training don't realize that this could be something fun to do just as a workout like yeah. to mix up your training even if they're not going to take it very seriously that still has True. so many benefits Definitely. I mean, it's just like a five minute, 10 minute drill every day, or let's say just for the people who are not crazy into their three times a week. First of all, you improve your hip mobility, mobility and flexibility in general. And it's fun. You can play with that. If people, if they have kids at home, they can do it with the kicks playing a little bit and trust mm -hmm. me, the kids, they will laugh about it and will you know, do it with you. And then you have more fun. It's, yeah. it's very easy to do. It's not, it's not that hard, but it's a lot of benefits. And maybe you get to the taste, you know, doing martial arts. Today, uh, you know, I was talking to one of our sales partner, and then he just mentioned, you know, who that guy is. You know, he's a martial artist and coach and everything as well. And then, like, after we finished the meeting, like, 10 people came to me immediately. Oh, you do martial arts? I, wanna, I always wanted to do that. And so it's like sometimes people have little desires or wishes inside of them, but they never fulfill them. And as soon yeah. as somebody, you know, just speaks it out and hypes it up and everything, then everybody looks at, oh, yeah, actually, I always wanted to do that. And I question yeah. myself, or I ask always, why now? Why, why didn't you do that before? You know, so if you have something you want to do, go for it immediately. Don't wait until 2030, you know?
<laughs> I think one of the things that might make it hard for people like is the accessibility of it is like, first of all, it's not as easy yeah. now. Most of us are training at home. But uh, another thing is like, the fear maybe of like, oh, maybe I'm yeah. not good enough to start. Maybe um, I need mm -hmm. some kind of prerequisites. Like <laughs> it would be super cool to have like an online program where you can just do a beginner's like true, yeah. class and like see how it is and just join in and realize actually there's a lot that you can do without having any experience or any even That's fitness true. to start off yeah. with. Because it's the same with mobility training. like people are like, oh, how often should I do mobility training? Or oh, I can't fit it in. I don't have enough time. It's like, well, mobility training is not technically a different thing to training. Yeah. It's just training. It's just exactly. looking at your training yeah. in a different way and adding in different drills. And um, it's not like I spend time mobility training. People ask me, like, how much do you spend <laughs> stretching and mobility training? I'm like, yeah. well, no time. That's actually. not really our I just training yet. <laughs> do it with my training. Um, True. I don't like stretch for ages. I don't sit in stretches or anything. I do yeah. active drills. I, you know, I do strength training with full ranges. And that means yeah. that I don't have to spend so much time doing it. And it's not like, this is not where I started. I started with a very regressed version of this. And that's the same with martial arts. Like you're not going to start with True. what you're seeing online. You're going to start with something that's manageable and easy to break down and learn. And you're yeah. going to have to stay consistent with it for months and even years before you get to that stage. Um, but along the way, you're going to learn so many fun things that actually it's not so bad. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah. And, and you have to, and you just have to start one day, you know, you, you cannot always wait and wait. And then one day you're 50 or 60 and you still didn't do that. I mean, you're always the best example. That's why I think it's so awesome because you probably started way behind some of some people who are watching right now. They are just mm -hmm. at least with yeah. zero or normal. They're, they're at least healthy. It's just, you know, the body is basically locked. But you had to start basically with minus 50 and mm. then getting up to, to this level. And you still did it. And we all know how doctors and physical therapists are. Not all of them, but a lot of them, the typical book ones. They always, as soon as you have a big injury, they tell you, yeah, just be happy to walk normal and you can never work out again. And that's mm. not really an option for me. I know for you it's the same. And also don't worry even when you get old and I have many old examples of, you know, all the people, coaches, they have no hip issues because there's, you know, the common myth people say, Oh, when you kick so much, you overdo it and you have, you know, get hip replacement and stuff like that. I've heard that people only say happens, that about deep squats. Yeah, that's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. That I've only really happens all... with actors maybe because the, and I can, and I can explain why with actors, because sometimes let's say there's an actor who's over 60 and he did martial arts or he was on the set for 40 years is like that because sometimes they're very late shootings or it's like two in the morning and then they tell him oh we have to do it again and then they're like tired oh okay come on let's do it and they don't really warm up and then they do this kick like like this and that and that's really on the hips but if they warm up properly and do that nothing happens to them so yeah that's the only yeah. reason why people say that all the scary stories you need to look into the background of this because it's like exactly for example people say oh with certain sports there's like a certain shelf life of the athlete and that's true but that's because the athlete is doing repetitive motions over and over again in a competitive atmosphere where they're pushing themselves to breaking point where they're willing to break ribs exactly. and yeah. break themselves for the sake of the win um true. because it means so much for them that's not what you do when you train um you have control yeah. over how much you push and they say things true. like there's this common phrase what is it like um the um mind will go out without before the body will 
And that's not true. The body yes. will give up before your mind will. Definitely. You can easily break yourself if you are 100%. determined. Um, yeah. It's just not many people are that determined to break themselves. Yeah. But, you know, there's many CrossFit athletes that have actually broken their own bones because they've pushed so hard. And yeah. so, you know, that's, that's pretty much, pr or they've passed out or whatever. They've literally, that is proof that you can, you 100%. can, um, your body will give up before your mind. Definitely. Um, the mind's a very powerful thing. Um, but Absolutely. that's not how you train. That's not how... True, yeah. <laughs> when you train, you have to do it different, especially for the people who just have normal goals, you know, or look into that different, like I do or like Hallie does, because for me, it's always like that. I'm, I'm always a very competitive person. You know, second place is no option for me. And I'm sometimes crazy in my mind. I admit that people who know me, they know that. And I probably cannot <laughs> help with that, but, but that's just, you know, me. But 90% of the people have just, you know, the normal goals being fit, looking decent, nothing really happens with you. So that's, yeah. of course, there's always a minimum risk, like everything in life. But if you train normally, if you, you know, do it in the correct way, nothing happens with, you know, high performing, yeah. of course, there's always higher risk for us. But we train for that. We're willing to do that. And so far, I never really had any issues with my hips and I hope, I'm pretty sure, unless and it's a crazy are. accident, nothing. Yeah, because you're aware of what you're doing and you're educated about so, what you're doing. Especially um, now, when I see content like yours and from all these great people, like that's a plus from our time. Because the yeah. people back then, like 40, 50 years ago, you know, sure. who are now in their 50s or 60s, they didn't have the knowledge from back then. They stretched, they did it maybe, but they didn't have the knowledge about mobility like we have now. There's old books that I've you know read and seen and looked through and old studies where their methods are very very basic they're like okay we're going to do passive stretches and this is our form of physical therapy and i'm like well that is so very outdated <laughs> um and that's not what people do now but that's what people did back then so you know there's a very different scene then i i used to be um friends with these pretty cool people in the gym who were like you know in their 60s still lifting very heavy But they were saying, you know, like my joints are finished and that's finished and that's finished. But that's based on how they used to train. Um, yeah. I watched a documentary the other day about um, a bodybuilder who um, literally can hardly walk now. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what accident was this? What what's you know, what nerve did they damage permanently? Mm. Like this is a very unusual, unusual yeah. situation. Most people don't get that injured, um, even though, you know, the way he was walking really resembled how I walked in the beginning of my accident. But yeah. I would continue having these problems if I didn't address them with hip, like mobility training and with True. gradual adaptation. And if I didn't actively work on therapy. Um, and what I found out later is that actually all he had was a herniated disc, which, by the way, is not uncommon um, yeah. and is not a reasonable cause for that much pain. Mm -hmm. He could hardly walk. Yeah. And I, you know, in the documentary, it showed the therapy and it was just. It, it was passive therapy. He was not doing any kind of active Yeah, and I don't understand it because he has definitely a lot of money from his, you know, eight times Mr. Olympia and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and he was, you know, training with like really, you know, I didn't understand it either why like there was that. no other yeah. type of therapy there and why yeah. it just looked like, I mean, obviously the kind of training he did obviously is going to be very, like I was watching how sure. he used to lift. It was limited yeah. range of motion. It wasn't even full. Um, yeah, like yeah. some ranges were missed. Um, 
and obviously that he pushed harder than anyone else. I don't think anyone in the history of the world has pushed like that. Um, and he was a genetic like mutant. So, <laughs> you know, he, he had an interesting combination and a, and a crazy work ethic, but that shouldn't be the end for him. He shouldn't be in that much pain. He shouldn't be yeah. um, using just painkillers and passive therapies. There is so much more to do. And, you know, un unless you no longer have this limb, there's still something you can do about it. If yeah. you can feel it, if you have, you know, if it's not, if the nerve is not so damaged that you don't have the ability to use it, because obviously that's another situation, um, then there's still something to do. And I believe there's, in his situation, I think he could have a full recovery. It's just for some reason. Yeah, and he's not no that old. He's just a little there. bit over 50. Yeah. It's like, that's very weird because he's in America. There's a lot of great possibilities. He has mm -hmm. contact to Arnold. I'm pretty sure. And I think even if his wife is physical therapist, like all these people that probably know all the treats and plus stem cells as well anyway and stuff like that. So I was yeah, always really surprised. Yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised that that's what, why it's so bad with him. Mm -hmm. But would you would you love to have somebody like him maybe as a client one day? Because I think that would be like so perfect I've, for you guys as a group. I've had like, people like yeah. that, just not famous. <laughs> I've had yeah. people that age with that kind of level of walking, and it's a very slow process. But it's partly to do with the age, partly mm -hmm. to do with the fact that the people that I saw were sedentary not active. So I don't know whether someone who has been active in the past yeah. and older might actually be better quicker, but within three years, there was a significant, significant yeah. improvement. Uh, walking was no longer a problem. I remember when I first saw one of my clients walk in, you know, towards my first meeting with him and he was hardly walking. And I just thought, Oh gosh, like I, I, I'm, I really hope this person didn't tell him that I can help him because I don't think I can. It's, 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 I'd never seen yeah. anything like that before, that kind of level of unable, unable to walk. And he, the second the incline was different, he couldn't walk. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try. I'll do my best to see what happens. But within a few months, there's a significant difference in the human body. Like every single human body adapts. Um, and that's when I was like, well, I'm not going to doubt myself anymore with what can and cannot happen because that's the main problem is we don't believe things can change. Um, yeah. And if I believed that with my diagnosis, I wouldn't be doing what I do now. Um, the amount of times I was told you should not lift and I, and I was ridiculed as well saying like, I can't, like, I can't believe you'd risk your, you know, your health by lifting. What were you thinking? Like for a doctor to come out with, what were you thinking? It's like, well, you know, it's my life. <laughs> yeah, just just shut up and let me do it. <laughs> it's like yeah, and, um, crazy, I'm actually yeah. better now. So um, there, there is go. not a huge amount of research that is specific to this kind of training. There's mm -hmm. just not. Um, that's why so, you're so important. I think, honestly, with your story, I hope you have some, you know, video and picture material from back then as well i think maybe there need to be you know a documentary or something because it's really i wish really i had footage honestly <laughs> it was in the yeah. time when cameras were terrible and yeah I can very imagine. limited what i had but i'm sure i have something somewhere i need to i need to yeah. look um but it's so important the amount of people i've met who have started in a very very bad way and um people who literally couldn't bend um, I have a video actually somewhere of one of my uh, clients from last year. 
um, I think last year. And there's, I, I managed to re put the videos together. So one video is her leaning down and she just can't do it. And the next video is her just going all the way down comfortably. And it's, they're literally like a month apart. And it's just yeah. crazy what can happen with a little bit of time. Um, so true, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's crazy that because and people are always like that. Oh, before I start, I have to train. I mean, that's a very common thing. You probably know that the martial arts was always like people. Oh, before I start, I have to lose 30 you know, kilos and then I've I can do before, no, yeah. no. just, just start and then do it. And I think with mobility, whatever sport is as well. Oh, I need to have some more cardio and then I will try. No, just start. And with the time, with the progress, you will improve. And with mobility, it's one it's and the same. same. Like you're yeah. going to get better at your cardio if you have proper joint function. Um, if you don't have proper joint function, your cardio could end up giving you pain and then you might be discouraged sure. and you might not want to continue. Um, pain is a very powerful thing. Um, and it's yeah. a very scary thing because your body no longer feels like your own. Um, so, you know, I really resonate and I really feel for all these people that are in pain telling me their stories of how it happened because I've been there. I know what it feels like, but when you're in that moment, it doesn't feel like it will ever change. And yeah. But that's with everything feels... probably like that. When, whenever you're in pain, whether it's, yeah. you know, inside or outside, or when you have, you know, when you start something from zero, you don't know how to do it. For me, it was the same when I, all my things I started at the beginning. I always, I was always confident, but I always thought still because you never did it before. How can I do that? I probably will always be at this level. But mm. then you have to really change your mind because you and, and you know that the best. You need this very strong mindset. You know, somebody just posted, I will not say the complete word because I don't want to have that little sign under your video, like the famous sign that right. everybody getting, yeah, yeah. you know. And they okay. said the real problem, the real problem in the world is not, you know, the problem we have right now. It's our limited mindset. That's it is, it is. Yeah. There's, there's a difference between a closed mindset and an open mindset. And I'll say without a shadow of a doubt, when it comes to coaching people through my entire career, entire yeah. career, the, the difference between their success and their failure is just their mind. It's 100%. as simple as that. Whether someone is open to trying things and realizing it might not be perfect first time around and they're willing to keep going and they're willing to keep trying and figure it out they will 100% succeed. Whereas yeah. if someone says, nope, this doesn't feel good, I don't like it, give me something easier, that's, that's not going to yeah. work. Like, uh, you can't say, no, this isn't for me, I want something easier, like, this is not, this is not what I want to do. It's like, well, you don't have a choice, you, you are living in your body, and this is how your body works, and you have to make it work. Yeah. So it doesn't mean, that, I'm not saying you have to do the exercise I'm telling you to do, and, you know, that's the end of it. It means let's find another way to do it. Let's find another way which you can yeah. figure out this movement uh, where you can have some form of this range and start working on the range you do have. I mean, don't give up on something because you're scared of it or something because, yeah. um, you know, it's not perfect first time around and it scares you. Um, no, you can never give up. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you say that a lot. You can never give up. And this is true. You can't yeah, because, because I've, I've, none of thought, this I've is easy. so many times. I mean, not yeah. Basically, the whole life is not easy. The whole life yeah. is a struggle. Whoever thinks like the world is designed to be, you know, a happy place or whatever, no, it's not. I mean, of course, we have our happy moments and we enjoy life and everything, and the world is still beautiful. But in this world, since our first day, basically, we're born is full of struggle. It starts really if you think about that as a kid when you want to learn to, you know, walk. But that's yeah. a struggle. But our mind 
is not working. That's that's different because little kids don't think about that. They just walk, fall, walk, fall until they can do it. Yeah. But as soon as we get older, we have that mindset, and then that's a big problem. And our society is not really <laughs> helpful that because our society really reprograms everything like oh you're not good enough, you shouldn't earn that amount of money, you shouldn't earn, you know, this, or you shouldn't be a champion, you shouldn't do this, and that's a problem. Yeah, life is constantly changing, your body is constantly changing. Um, for us to have evolution, it means our bodies are constantly adapting to our environment, and that's how our DNA sure. changes. There are, there are scientific studies to prove that when you weight train, and then you have children after you weight train, your children have different DNA. They are more capable of picking up <laughs> it's training. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you haven't trained before that, yeah. there is a difference. And that's what's really interesting. Like, you know, we adapt to whatever, you know, our ancestors have had to adapt to. And we have that capability. Um, that means that if you so far say, oh, you know, it's just in my DNA. My family have, you know, the DNA for yeah. like, you know, being... <laughs> obese and you know i have this and yeah. i've heard this many times before um but then okay but you can change that like your kids True. can have something different because you actually can change the way that your dna is um Definitely. and that's so yeah, important. That's a whole other subject that is very interesting yeah, no. but, um, but, but it's, it's very important because people are full of excuses always and you can't just you know say just because everything was like that since you know 1950 it doesn't, you know, mean it has to be in 10 more years. You can, maybe mm. sometimes you have to be the first one in your family or mm. in your area, whatever. You have to change it and then other people will follow. And I think you're definitely a great example. Now, I don't want to, you know, say something for all the people out there, especially, you know, all your listeners, because they should know that. All the content, everything you do is really, you know, gold. People should definitely appreciate that because it's something very special. And that's why I'm, I'm not joking. That's why I'm saying an all-time mobility queen because you are the mobility queen. It's like what you put out, I think one day people will appreciate that because people always appreciate something when it's gone or when that person's not, you know, accessible anymore or when, you know, whatever happens or Instagram is not there anymore, videos are on other platforms. And then suddenly they think, oh, there was that time where we had so many, you know, free videos and all that great content. Now it's not there. Or it's, yeah. uh, people always appreciate something, you know, when it's too late and they should do because everything you do is like the life, you know, help forever. Because once you have that, once you have that knowledge and it makes click and you know how your body works, that's it. They all have a go-to formula for the rest of their life. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, thank you for saying that. It's really kind. Um, but yeah, nice. that's the whole point. The whole point is to teach you, this puzzle that is your body. Cause I used to feel when I was going to all my specialists and I was going to my doctors, I was asking questions. And for me, it sounded like the body is a puzzle that is so complex that you need to go to medical school to yes. understand yes. it a little bit. And then even then stuff can happen where there's no answer. And I was like, well, that is just not a fun reality. I don't like this reality and I want to know more about it. And I thought, you know, I'll never really understand. I just thought I'll try, but then yeah. joint train, joint mobility and looking at the joints simplifies everything 10 times. Suddenly everything's more easy to understand. And even though it might be hard at first to start understanding um, joint mobility and joint function and how it all you know works together, that can be tough to begin with for someone who's a complete beginner with no, um, you know, 
yeah. biological background. However, once you get past that bit, then it suddenly will make sense. And with mobility Definitely. training, like I know people just want to sort of download their results. <laughs> they want to just um, <laughs> they wanna the do, is, get yeah. the program and download the results and not actually have mm -hmm. to do the work, which, yeah. you know, a lot of people are surprised. Like, oh my gosh, this is taking an hour, three, four times a week. And uh, it's very tiring. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of, uh, you know, studying and I'm like, yeah, there's a lot to it, but yeah. it's there the information is there it's um and it's always evolving and people are always finding better ways to do things and that's what's so cool about it like um True. you can learn this 10 years ago you couldn't learn it it wasn't physically available you would not learn this stuff so um we're in a very privileged time where we have the internet and we can share information with each other and share our experiences and you know share Definitely. what other professionals in the realm have found and there's so many good coaches i mean i feel like there's a lot because um you know is, i'm yeah. in that world but you know out in the real world where you suddenly realize how many people there are <laughs> um there's not that many in the real yeah. like there's not that many so online is where that's you true. really find some gold yeah and that's with everything like it's not just you know with working out mobility it's really whenever you have a big question you need to find a solution you will not find really these experts outside. They're existing there maybe, but when they're existing, they're in another country, in another city where it's you know, way too far for you. And that's why the online world is perfect because you can really look and search you know, mm. for your expert. And it's so important. But the problem in this world today is, and I just heard it you know, today from one of my mentors, back then they had less tools and information. And it was just mm -hmm. you know, five or 10 years ago, but they had more willpower and they were hungrier to achieve things. These days we have way more information, so people have a you know easier path to start everything, but they're just too lazy, and that's a problem. Yeah. That's why. But I'm happy that yeah. it's like that because for me that's always perfect, and I know okay, I, I can just you know double whatever I do because I know they will not get to this level. That's I'm always happy when <laughs> a lot of people, basically in my area, are lazy because I know that I can just outwork them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. I think nowadays because our attention spans are getting shorter from the different crazy, kind of content yeah. we are taking in and our dopamine receptors are kind of getting yeah. damaged a little bit because we're looking at all the, this information first thing in the morning, last thing at night. Um, that's a really important thing to be aware of um, that yeah. if you are consuming social media first thing and last thing, like that will damage your dopamine and um, you know, you might struggle to be motivated. You might struggle to be happy. Um, True it is important to be able to slightly control the amount that you are taking in um, so that you can maintain some level of motivation. Um, yeah. But going back to what you said earlier um, about how we're very lucky right now, we might not always have this. Um, that's actually exactly what I had to do a few months ago because some of my, uh, the people, some of my clients that bought some of my programs complained that some of my videos were public. I mean, mm. first of all, my programs are very specific. You have to follow it in a very specific sequence yeah. for it to work. <laughs> so that's not possible to figure out. Um, you know, True. we've been studying this for a very long time in order to get the specific sequence and in order to know how much is necessary for things to adapt. We don't put that in public videos. We just put examples of exercises there. But yeah. because of this, I was like, right, well, I'm going to make sure that this is very private. So I privatize the majority of what I have 
which now means that if say people just want one little bit of information, one little tiny bit of help, it's no longer available to them, which I think is quite sad because I would like people to have access to that for free. Um, I, you know, if you're going to do a whole, you know, you're going to go all out and improve your shoulder mobility for three months. Yeah. You don't figure that out from my free videos online. That's not possible. You need to follow yeah. the sequence. You need to so basically on YouTube, on YouTube, all the other free videos, you basically, you know, um, close them so people have no access unless they subscribe to YouTube or whatever, because that's also another thing. You know, people can subscribe for like, I don't know, four bucks or five bucks and then they can see. These I don't have that option well. yet. Um, yeah. I do have it on my like studio. I just haven't figured out how to use it. Maybe I need to do that as well because mm. that might be a nice way for people to get all the information. Yeah, they because want. some people are only um, YouTube users and then that's something for them, what they would do as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll do that. Um, but I definitely thought it was a bit of a shame because um, of course, I yeah. don't feel like anyone could ever figure out any one of my program designs from my content. It's no, just they cannot. Impossible. People need to understand that all when and it's everybody does that who have programs and they have still a big Instagram page. That's mm-hmm. what you see here. It's just you know a teaser, a little thing mm-hmm. where you still it's can learn something. Literally, to be fair. a but, tiny you know, little snippet, and you exactly. don't know how to use it. And even my YouTube yeah. videos are a long mm-hmm. snippet of say exercises but i do not show you how to use it over the course of three to six months that's like you know i can't put that kind of information in there because that would take me a long time to explain and i don't think it'd be super interesting but um yeah yeah, it's i think we are probably at some point going to get to a point where things are more and more privatized and we are viewing less and less information so right now with reels they're highly entertaining but they're not that useful yeah. Um, I mean, some of them are useful. Not get me wrong, but some of them are really useful. But, um, uh, you know, we're, we're str- like starting to sort of move away from, you know, being able to like consume and save a lot of free yeah. content. Yeah, it's, it's so definitely people work very hard sad. to make that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, for the people who really want something, I think they can always, you know, contact you and they will get it. And that's always my opinion. If you really want something so bad, you're willing to pay for that and you will find a way. So the people yeah. who are really in pain, the people who really need it, they will do it with you anyway. And all these other people, because we have a saying in Germany, you know, for free is still sometimes too free. That's what they say here. So it's like when you give something, you know, just for free, it's, they still don't appreciate that. And that's why. But I really appreciate everything you do because I think it's awesome. And there should be more people valuing that because that's like I said it's really gold content so definitely that's why I enjoy it as long as you can guys out there because we never know how the internet is whatever will happen in the future or so and then at least you have all the things all the tools to learn and it's not you know magic also if you put in the work for half a year or a year then you really have to code for yourself and it's just adapting with the time and that's it yeah that's the thing thanks Dave yeah, Dave's awesome. He's also basically, he's also um, not too far away from, from you guys. I mean, he's from Ireland, but he's now living in Switzerland. He's oh, also cool. a UK person. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, do you guys have any like last questions about all the stuff that we talked about? We kind of ended up talking about everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Khalid is probably going to put this up on his podcast. I will put it up on ours. We've... Um, yeah, we're going to get yeah. our podcast back up and I think I'm going to change the name to Flow Motion Fitness Podcast because 
yeah why that's not who we are <laughs> <laughs> definitely is yeah. and i think like i said all your content is awesome whether it's on youtube instagram definitely people should check everything out because it's worth it you just have to prioritize you know that's why you know when you watch 20 different you know channels on youtube or instagram of course it's too much that's why for me it's important to prioritize just pick up the best people and it ends up that you you know in my top list and then i just you know watch the most important things because i cannot dial in in every details in all of people it's just not good for my brain that's why i just pick the best <laughs> the internet's a cool place there's so much you can share with really cool people sure. and learn from cool people 100%. and i think like if you just think about what was available five years ago It's nowhere near to the depth of what we've got now. It's really Definitely. exciting times. So it's crazy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. I know you're really busy. Um, that's and... all good for you. Have always time. That's never an issue. It's always okay. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll definitely it. do this again, and maybe we'll pick a very specific topic to go very, very in depth with. Um, 100%. I really always enjoy having these chats with you and it's really really fun having you guys join along with us and ask questions and interact it's um yeah thank you everyone for joining i yeah, appreciate you guys and yeah hope to okay. see you soon again and stay safe everybody and keep working on the mobility it's very important <laughs> <laughs> yeah and check out khalid's podcast as well i'll link it um later on in my story thank you appreciate you and bye everybody yeah. bye